This episode of the Jcast is brought to you by no one. So can I get it like yeah? 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 Today is October 7th, 2020. The time is 11:35 a.m. Pacific time. Welcome into the Jcast. Now, I have to apologize to start off for the hiatus that we had last week. Not really a real reason for it. Just needed a break. Just wanted to kind of relax. Um, take some time off from real work and from my side work, which is this. So I just, I definitely want to apologize for all of that, um, as I did miss out on podcasting, YouTube uploading, etc. Um, if you're listening to this on YouTube, I'm planning on putting this out there so you guys know about the podcast. Definitely go and check it out on Spotify, on pretty much anywhere that you can get your podcasts. Um, we're still working to get on Apple Podcasts, so that's the only one, unfortunately, we cannot have you streaming on. But everything else that you might be using for your podcast, we're there. So it might be easier to do that um, than opening up the YouTube app. I know a lot of people don't have YouTube premium, whatever the hell the thing is called, where you have to, uh, you're allowed to use your phone while you're listening to it and stuff like that. Or you're allowed to lock your phone. So uh, you definitely go and check it out, especially on Spotify. I know a lot of people have Spotify out there. So you can go and listen here. And if you guys are already listening on Spotify, thank you so much. You can go and check out the YouTube channel. We can go either way. Make sure you guys like it, up, uh, upvote it, whatever you can do. Share the podcast as well, just to get the noise out there a little bit more. So this one's going to be definitely an interesting one. We got a couple topics to talk about. If you guys are new to this, it's just an NFL podcast. Um, we're going to usually go around 20 to 30 minutes, not t- too much of your time out of the day. We'll do this about three to four times a week. No set schedule yet. I do want to get on a set schedule soon, though. And that's pretty much going to be it. So today we're going to be talking about a couple of things. We're going to be talking about the Dwayne Haskins situation in Washington. We're going to be talking about the Thursday night game. And then we're going to go over a couple of the injuries that were happening from last week as well. So I think the best thing to start off with is kind of like the most newsworthy news right now. And that's Dwayne Haskins not only being benched, but being moved to the third string quarterback. Uh, this is something I kind of saw coming from a long t- for a long time. Uh, last year when they played, he really, you know, he he didn't start until after Colt McCoy and Case Keenum both played. Um, then you go and you look at what came into this year. I didn't even think he was going to start at the beginning of the season here. I thought Kyle Allen was going to be the starter anyway just because Kyle Allen knew the system Rivera was running. But they let Haskins go out there. And I think it was kind of like a, hey, dude, you know, they spent this last regime, spent a first round pick on you. If you're worth anything, go ahead and prove it for us now. And, you know, he's shown glimpses of being decent. Uh, but overall, this the decision making is really where it's it's very poor. Um, I know everyone's jumping to the stats of the Ravens game. The, the stats don't always paint the picture. Um, you, you, he makes a lot of bad decisions. There's some dropped interceptions that happened. Um it's just his decision-making is not too much. Now, I, I understand the supporting cast around him is not great. Um, Logan Thomas being the tight end, you know, the number two receiver being Steven Sims or Gandy Golden or, you know, any of those guys. It, it does suck not having that um, that decent offense even. You know, but you do have Terry McLaurin. You have a good um, supporting cast in the backfield with, you know, McKissick and Barber and, of, of course, Antonio Gibson, who I think is going to be the lead back. I think it's just definitely something that Haskins could have done a little bit better with. Um, the offensive line is pretty decent as well. I just think that for him to look as bad as he has, everything I had against him last year seemed to show against this year. I, I said his decision-making is is pretty poor. Um, he's not very athletic. He tries to use his, his body out of the pocket, but he's not smart with it. He doesn't know when to get down. Uh, he doesn't know when to fight for those extra yards. He doesn't really know what's he's a, it's a lot of it is the decision making. He's not a horrible thrower of the ball. You know, he's had some flashes where he's had amazing throws. It's like, wow, you know, props. That was a really good throw. And there's other times, man, where it is just a poor throw, not even close. 
Um, and I think Washington's pulling him because simply he doesn't give him the best chance to win. Why would you play someone that doesn't give yourself the best chance to win? Because he's a first-round pick, because people are going to be clamoring about it. It's just not worth it. Um, you go with a guy like Kyle Allen, who had a pretty solid year last year as a starter for what he was doing in Carolina with Ron, uh, Ron Rivera and then without Ron Rivera when Ron Rivera was fired. Um, he was playing pretty decent there. And then as well, you have Alex Smith recovering. I think that once Alex Smith's fully healthy, I think they'll put him into the, the starting lineup. He'll be the starting quarterback again because this team was very good when Alex Smith was out there. Uh, but Kyle Allen, I think, can give you a better chance to win than what you've had with Haskins. And I think that it's not a bad move, man. I, I respect them for going four weeks into the season to you know give him that shot of, hey, man, like keep trying to, keep trying to do what you can here. Uh, they picked up a good win week one. But other than that, man, I, I just... I just don't think it's a bad move. And I, I hate seeing, um, especially just with how the world is right now, I don't want to talk about it too much, but just seeing everyone saying, oh, a black quarterback's on a short leash and stuff like that. It, it's, it, it sucks to see because Emmanuel Acho had a really good um, segment on this a couple weeks ago with the Steve Nash hiring where he said, he's like, when we, when we bring race into something, it's important we do it with the utmost care and respect because if you're not – if you're not doing it in the correct way, then you're not gonna you're not gonna be seen as as, as you know not intelligent, but like you're not gonna be seen as a, a true argument. It's not gonna be. It's gonna ruin the times that it is a real argument. And I think that's the situation we have here. It, it has nothing to do with the raise. It has to do with poor play. You know, Haskins fell in the draft. I thought he was gonna fall in the draft, and he did. Um, I thought he was a little bit better than what analysts were projecting, but I just I don't know. I he had one year at Ohio State. I've been saying this since college. He's, he had one year at Ohio State. A lot of it was slant routes that were taken to the house for 70 to 80 yards. You know, I, I watched a lot of Ohio State, especially that year. A lot of them were, were long plays. It's Terry McLaurin, ironically. Um, so he was able to do a lot with that offense and, and how it goes. You know, it's pretty much a two-second drop back. You take the snap, you make one read. If it's not there, you throw to your second one. It's done. Ohio State was very good that year with Haskins. Um, but when he comes into the draft, he was, you know, he was, he was creating too much noise around himself. You know, I, I think he wanted to go to the Giants. Um, he, you know, he's posting pictures of him in a Giants uniform and everything. When they passed on him, you know, and then here's the thing. The Giants took Daniel Jones. It was controversial. I think it was the right pick at the time. Um, I still think it is. But at the time, you look at it. Haskins not only fell past the Giants, but there was a few other teams that he fell past. The Dolphins were there. They didn't take him. Um, you had the Broncos trade down away from the 10th pick. They traded it to the Steelers for Devin who took Devin Bush, but they needed a quarterback. They traded down and then they ended up taking Locke in the second round. It's just Haskins falling all the way to Washington. I feel like was more of a, like, Hey, like, you know, we need a quarterback and this guy fell. We might as well uh, take him, see what he can do. He, he never showed those flashes of being a solid quarterback. Ohio state quarterbacks really don't pan out in the NFL often. And I think Haskins is just another one of those um, best case scenario. I think he'll be a very good backup. But I just don't see him being a solid starter in the NFL. You can't tell me that Haskins is going to go out there and give the, the Washington football team a better chance to win than, than Allen and Smith. I just don't see it. You know, And even if you have that argument, then when you go into the draft, you can't tell me that, that Haskins, from what he's shown us in the NFL, has a better shot to win with this Washington team next year than a Trevor Lawrence, a Trey Lance, or a Justin Fields. I just don't see it. Um, I think it's tough. I think it's a tough situation to be in. Especially if you're Haskins, you know, it's a learning curve. You went from being number one to number three. Um, but I, we, I, he's got to mature, man. He's got to mature. I, I'll never forget because it was, I mean, it was hilarious, but it shouldn't happen. 
his first win ever with the Washington football team last year. Uh, they, they, I think they got an interception, sealed the victory, and they were going out there to kneel the ball, and they had to have Case Keenum go out there and kneel the ball because Dwayne Haskins was taking pictures with fans. Like, here's the thing, man. I love it. I love that you're being energetic, but that, that you know, you gotta, you gotta figure out when to do what and situations stuff. Like, it's fun. You know, I'm not. It's not a, a necessarily a horrible thing to do. But it's definitely something where it's like, okay, like it's definitely a little bit childish to do that. Obviously, it's your first NFL win. It's probably something you felt for a long time. I'm not saying anything like that is bad, but I do think that there is a time and a place. I think that you should be able to go out there and, and take a knee and then go take those pictures with the fans. Um, so, from, so just small things like that, man. Um, and I think that the coaching staff has seen that too. They, they've come out and said that he hasn't done what they wanted him to do. Um and, you know, as simple as that, he doesn't execute the game plan the way they want. They think Kyle Allen's got the better shot. I think Kyle Allen has a better shot. Um, I have – Zach's probably listening to this too. My friend Zach here, he is a Washington fan, and he's been a Washington fan. And since week one, he said, I don't know why Alex Smith and Kyle Allen aren't starting. Like, I don't know why. And then every week he's complaining about Haskins. So this morning he rejoiced. He rejoiced that Haskins isn't the starter anymore. Um, you know, sometimes you just got to cut your losses – you know, the Cardinals did it two years ago with with Rosen where they they traded him away a year after for a second rounder, um, even though he was a first rounder. And, you know, and you're, they, got, they actually got value out of it because of um, who Rosen is. So you could sell him to a team that maybe is looking to go on. Maybe somebody gets injured. Um, maybe try and send Haskins somewhere to develop somewhere else, um, get some value out of him. I think that Washington just needs to go with a quarterback next year. Um, or this this draft, I mean, just because you have a good defense, um, obviously it needs some work, but spend some free agent money on a receiver, um, send some free agent money on a corner, draft some depth at those positions as well, you know, a tight end, and then also just get yourself a quarterback, man. Trey Lance, you know, I would stay away from Justin Fields just for the simple fact I took Haskins, Ohio State quarterbacks don't really work out, so I'd be weary about taking Fields, but you're in a position where you'll probably be able to take Lawrence or Lance, and I think that that would be huge for the Washington football team. So definitely something I want to get across. I think that was a solid point um, to put out. Um, yeah, if, I mean, if you're a Haskins lover, let me know in the comment section or let me know on Twitter any way you want to get in touch with me. I definitely want to hear the other side of it. But as far as I see, I think a lot of people are just kind of agreeing, you know, this is it's been about time. You know, it, it sucks, but with how the NFL is nowadays, you got to be really good to keep your job. You really do, man. A lot There's a lot of talent in the NFL, you got to be really good to keep your job. And with how many quarterbacks are coming in who are looking great every single year and the, the, the amount of teams that need a quarterback just dwindling just as fast, I think it's a big thing. So, you know, we'll see what can happen with Hassan's career. Um, maybe he'll regain the starting job within a couple of weeks or by the end of the season. But for me, I'd rather go with Allen and Smith for the rest of the year. I think they'll give him the best chance to win. Uh, next thing I want to do is really go over the notable injuries from the last week because um, every week there's been some nasty injuries. And the first one I want to start with is one that affected me, um, Nick Chubb. He had a knee injury, and he was ruled out. He's now going to be out for about a month, um, which does really suck. Um, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt have been an absolute beast combo to see, um, really a one-two punch. But the, the reason I love this is because Kareem Hunt is going to be able to shine and be a superstar again. If you're a Kareem Hunt owner in fantasy, God bless you. You are going to have an amazing run for the rest of your year. Um, just because I, I really do like the fact that Nick Chubb is as good as he is and Kareem Hunt is still playing as well as he is. So with Nick Chubb's carries now being out in the open, you have Dearness Johnson there, but I think that really it's going to be the, the Kareem Hunt show. He's going to be able to do what he did in 
Kansas City and this this Browns team is really rolling right now. You know, at the beginning of the year, I said this Browns team is looking good, and you know, week one it did suck because they got absolutely obliterated. But I do think that it's going to be very good for them to, um, you know, to have a guy like Kareem Hunt there. They re-signed him as well, so it's going to be good for them. You go to another running back that had a similar situation. Austin Eckler had a hamstring injury. It was just a quick play in the first quarter to the right side. Really didn't get to get too much going. But he was carted to the locker room, and he did not return. And he is going to be out, I think they said, about six weeks or so. Um, a little bit over a month at least. Um, Anthony Lynn was not happy with it. He said it looked pretty bad. He was he was worried about it. Um, so it does suck to lose a guy like Eckler, you know, coming off of an amazing season last year, getting paid, coming into the season, having a pretty good season for them. This Chargers team has been led very well by Herbert. And now without Eckler, they're going to have to turn to Josh Kelly and um, – why can't I think of their other running back name? I literally just picked him up in fantasy too. This is really going to mess me up. I, I can't, I'm not even going to cut this out because this is embarrassing. Um, they're going to turn to Josh Kelly, who's been getting a lot of carries as well. Uh, but they definitely need to probably air it out a lot more. We saw a lot from Herbert this last game with the Buccaneers where he was able to, you know, kind of air it out, go go shot for shot with Brady. Uh, Justin Jackson's the other running back. Justin Jackson and um, Josh Kelly. Apologies for forgetting that, but... They were really able to go, you know, toe for toe to toe with each other for a lot of the game, airing it, airing the ball out, you know, trading blows. It was a fun game to watch. It really was. Um, speaking of the Buccaneers, they had an Achilles injury from the likes of OJ Howard, the first, or he was a first rounder a couple years ago, but he was a you know top tight end coming out. He had an amazing year in his second year, um, and this year has been kind of slow for him as well as last year was. So you know, it, it does suck. OJ Howard was kind of getting utilized a little bit more than he was last year, but they have Gronkowski, they have Bray. It's not a huge blow to the Buccaneers, but Howard is definitely going to hurt a lot there. Um, we look at other ones that happened. You know, there's not a lot more bigger names than that. Uh, Darius Leonard didn't, didn't return after he got injured with a groin injury, which hurts. Um, Lane Johnson had an ankle injury. He left as well. Uh, Ryan Ramchek was ruled out last week with the concussion. He should probably be back. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, not really too many injuries that I, off the top of my head are huge to talk about. Um, Cowboys center Joe Looney suffered a knee injury, as well as we learned that Lyle Collins is out for the year. So this offensive line for the Cowboys is definitely taking a lot of blows, which is going to hurt. Um, this team is known to have the best offensive line, and right now it's not really looking too good. But that is pretty much all the injuries. We've talked about Haskins. We've talked about the injuries. We're going to finish it off here with a Thursday night preview, and we're going to get you out of here as well. So um, Thursday night football, if you guys aren't aware, now that it's week five, um, it's not just going to be locked into the NFL Network. You watch on Amazon. You watch on Fox um, and the NFL Network as well. But these are two three-in-one teams, man. And the first loss came at the at the helm of Nick Foles. And I said this you know, countless times, and I'll say it again. Nick Foles is an amazing backup. That's why he was able to come in and win that game for the Bears. But being a starter, he just has never been able to get it done. He had one good year with the Eagles as a starter, and since then it's just not been good. Um, when you look at what the teams are looking like, you know, I, I really just – I never saw a reason why they pulled Trubisky. And then ironically, Foles had a, worst, had a worse game last game than Trubisky had the week before. And, you know, they didn't pull Foles, you know. So it looks like they're, they're, they're riding with Foles for the rest of the season. Um, I mean, it is what it is, but – I just don't see it working out too well. I just don't know how good this team is going to do. But you look at what uh, the Bears have, and it's an amazing defense. we got to see how good their defense can go against this Buccaneers team. This Buccaneers team has just as good of a defense. They have obviously an amazing offense. No O.J. Howard is not going to mean too much. Evans hopefully is healthy. Um, he was a little banged up last game, but I think he'll be good. So Evans should be healthy. Godwin hopefully is back. 
um, as well. So that would be good for them to have Godwin and Evans back with Scotty Miller. And then obviously Gronk at the tight end is, I think they're going to get a bigger role now that, especially with the injuries happening, I think Gronk will get a lot bigger of a role there. And Tom Brady's been looking like a very good quarterback still, airing the ball out well, passing it good. Um, I, I just don't see any reason why the Buccaneers don't take this game pretty much over um, at all. So, I mean, when you look at the Bears side, you know, Nick Foles, is he going to be the answer? You know, everyone was clamoring for Nick Foles. They really wanted Nick Foles. And then Nick Foles goes out there his first game, really had a bad game, and got them their first loss of the season. You know, it does suck. Tariq Cohen's out for the year, which sucks. Montgomery didn't look too hot. Um, I've always said that Montgomery doesn't really look like a great running back. He kind of just looks like a decent one. And, you know, the Bears definitely should look to change up and, you know, draft another guy, maybe the second or third round this year instead of going with Montgomery. But um, Miller's looked good. Robinson's looked good. They just need to get him more involved. I just don't see a reason why the Bears can win this one. Khalil Mack has been, you know, doing very well. Um, I just don't know how good they're going to play against a team like the Buccaneers who on on the defensive side for the Buccaneers, they're going to create pressure with Shaq Barrett, um, Sue. You know, Vea, all these guys there, Levante David and Devin White, you know, they're going to create pressure for for folds. But on top of that, they have a lot of young corners and young secondary pieces that are just going to be able to mesh well together. They're very much rotational. It reminds me kind of like a like an Eagles setup where they just have like six corners that are all like pretty decent, you know, a little bit above average. And they can just cycle them in and out to always have fresh legs out there. So I think that that's good for the Buccaneers. You I, I just don't see a way the Buccaneers lose this, man. I really don't. Um, if they do, it's going to be weird. I know the storyline is like, oh, you know, Super Bowl 50, what was it, 51 matchup? Whatever the Super Bowl was with the Eagles and the the Patriots. Now, obviously, they're on new teams, so you have the Brady's Buccaneers and Foles' Bears. But, man, it's just on paper and just looking at it, I just don't see a way that the Buccaneers can lose this one unless Evans and Godwin are out. Um, that'll be pretty rough for the Bucs. But other than that, man, Ronald Jones looked like an absolute beast last week. Um, he had some amazing runs where he was just breaking tackles. He looks like a very good running back, a lot better than what he's looked the past few years. And Fournette is obviously going to be back, hopefully, um, for them. And that's going to be a good secondary punch. I really think they need to give Rojo the backfield here. Um, I think that's kind of the storyline I would look at is how much Rojo is involved in the backfield. He looks like the better running back. I really would rather him be the better running back. I think he's doing very good with it, but we'll see what happens there. Um, and can these corners stay with the Bears? You know, Miller's not a bad option for number two. Robinson's obviously not a bad option. Jimmy Graham's had a pretty solid year so far for them. You know, can they hold up with these guys? So um, definitely a lot to look to. I, I pr- I'm predicting that the Buccaneers are going to win this one probably by double digits. I Just to throw a score out there, I'd say 31 to 21 um, be the final score. Buccaneers winning it over the Bears. But, you know, if, Bears, if the Bears have a bad week and Foles has another bad week, I just don't know how much longer – people are going to be okay with it. People are going to start looking back and saying, hey, you know, Trubisky wasn't that bad. And I, I think it's going to be sad when that happens because it's just going to be a, a whirlwind in the media and the media is never going to admit that they were wrong and that Trubisky was actually playing decent this year. So I don't know, man. I just don't think he ever deserved to be benched. But we'll see what Foles is made of, man. This is this is the second week as a starter. If he loses another one here, it's going to be a tough one to see. So uh, definitely, if you guys did enjoy this podcast, it was a little bit more of a shorter one, but not entirely too much to talk about. But let me know what you guys think about it. You know, in the comment section below, in the replies, get to me on Twitter, Instagram. All the links are in the description for the YouTube video. Um, listen on Spotify, whatever you listen to. Let me know. I definitely want to hear where the audience is. And of course, I appreciate every one of you for listening. So, without further ado, I guys, I will catch you guys with the next podcast. Should be coming out around Friday. I'm going over all of the Sunday games.